0: Krishna, <clears throat> dear devotees, welcome back to the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books right here in Hive, <coughs> Kent, Southeast England, just near the English Channel, otherwise known as uh, Haven, if you speak Anglo-Saxon. So we're trying to create a safe haven for all devotees to come, and here, straight from Śrīla Prabhupāda, we're reading his books, cover to cover, one after the other. And in case you don't know it, if you're new to, to us, in case you don't know it, these uh, Facebook or whatever they call it, Beta or Facebook, Meta, Meta, whatever it is nowadays, everything's changing constantly, uh, is, is being uploaded, to the YouTube uh, under the same name, Sh- YouTube channel, uh, daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books. So if you, if you, there we have <coughs> recorded the Bhagavad Gita cover to cover. This is the second time we've done it, starting the 18th chapter today. Uh, the Srimad Bhagavatam cover to cover. That's a big deal. Srimad um, Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, cover to cover. Uh, the Krishna book, cover to cover. And the Brihat Bhagavatamrita, cover to cover. That is red, cover to cover, purports and all. So there you have it. Here we are together. Uh, every, every, every day we recite the Srimad Bhagavata Mahīma Totram which is by Srila Sanatana Goswami, and it is found in the Sri Krishna Leela Stava, text 412 to 416. And it is also applicable to the Bhagavad Gita, which is the same category of scripture, a literary incarnation of Krishna. It goes like this. Sarvashastravdipiyusha. <clears throat> sarva vedaika satpala, sarva siddhanta Ratnadya sarva kadrik prada, O oh, nectar from the ocean of all scriptures, singular fruit of all the Vedas, rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths, you are the only giver of sight to all the worlds. <clears throat> Sarva-bhagavata-prāṇa śrīmad-bhagavata-prabho Kali Dwandudita Ditya Sri Krishna Parivartita O Life Heir of all the Supreme Lord's devotees, O Master, Srimad Bhagavatam, you are the sun risen in the darkness of Kali. You are the exact image of Sri Shri Krishna. Krishna. Paramanandapataya yeah. prema Bhar Chakshadayate Sarvadasava Savyaya. Shri Krishnaya Namostume. I bow down to you, who are supremely blissful to read. <clears throat> Your every syllable poured down a flood of prema. You can always be served by everyone. You are Shri Krishna himself. Marekabando Bandu Matsangeen Madguru Man Mahadana Manishadaga Mad Bhagya Mad Ananda namostute my only friend, my constant companion, my spiritual master, my great wealth, my savior, my good fortune, my source of ecstasy, I bow down to you. Asadhu, saduta daiin adini chochata kada hanamunca mam premna O bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly, O exalter of the Most Fallen, please never leave me. Always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love. Om namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya Om
1: namo bhagavate
0: mm. So, here we are. <coughs> We've reached the 18th chapter. Krishna is summarizing everything and finally uh, bringing the, the book to a conclusion, his conversation with Arjuna to a conclusion we're beginning with chap- with uh, text 18 chapter 18 uh, the conclusion pronunciation and we're on text 18 <clears throat> gyanam <coughs> mm-hmm. jeyang parigyata mm-hmm. mm-hmm. trivida karma chodana karanam karmakhyārteti trivida Karma-sangraha Knowledge The object of knowledge and the knower are the three factors that motivate action. The senses, the work and the doer are the three constituents of action. Purport There are three kinds of impetuses for daily work knowledge, the object of knowledge, and the knower. The instruments of work, the work itself, and the worker are called the constituents of work. Any work done by any human being has these three elements. Before one acts, there is some impetus which is called inspiration. Any solution arrived at before work is actualized. Any solution arrived at before work is actualized is a subtle form of work. Then work takes the form of action. First one has to undergo the psychological processes of thinking, feeling and willing and that is called impetus. The inspiration to work is the same if it comes from the scripture or from the instruction of the spiritual master. When the inspiration is there and the worker is there, then actual activity takes place by the help of the senses, including the mind, which is the center of all the senses. The sum total of all the constituents of an activity are called the accumulation of work. Text 19 Jnanaṁ karma-cakārtākṣa Trivdaiva-guna-bedataha sankyane yatava 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 -yatava Chinutanyapi Translation According to the three different modes of material nature, there are three kinds of knowledge action and performer of action. Now hear of them from me. Purport. In the fourteenth chapter, the three divisions of the modes of material nature were elaborately discussed, described. In that chapter, it was said that the mode of goodness is illuminating, the mode of passion, materialistic, and the mode of ignorance conducive to laziness and indolence. All the modes of material nature are binding. They are not sources of liberation. Even in the mode of goodness, one is conditioned. In the 17th chapter, the different types of worship by different types of men in different modes of material nature were described. In this verse, the Lord says that He wishes to speak about the different types of knowledge, workers, and work itself according to the three modes of material nature. Text 20 Sarva-bhūte-śu-yenai-kaṁ su bhavam ikṣite avibhaktam vibhakte taj-jñānam That knowledge by which one undivided spiritual nature is seen in all living entities though they are divided into innumerable forms you should understand to be in the mode of goodness purport a person who sees one spirit soul in every living being whether a demigod human being animal bird beast aquatic or plant possesses knowledge in the mode of goodness in all living entities, one spirit soul is there. Although they have different bodies, in terms of their previous work, as described in the seventh chapter, the manifestation of the living force in every body is due to the superior nature of the supreme Lord. Thus, to see that one, to, thus to see that one superior nature, that living force in every body is to see in the mode of goodness. That living entity is imperishable, although the bodies are imperishable. Differences are perceived in terms of the body because there are many forms of material existence in conditional conditional life. The living force appears to be divided. Such impersonal knowledge is an aspect of self-realization. Text 21 Pritaktvena tuyaj jnānam nāna bhāvan pritak vidān viti sarviṣu bhūtesu tad jnānam vidirājasam That knowledge by which one sees that in every different body there is a different type of living entity. You should understand to be in the mode of passion. PURPORT The concept that the material body is the living entity and that with the destruction of the body the consciousness is also destroyed is called knowledge in the mode of passion. According to that knowledge bodies differ from one another because of the development of different types of consciousness. Otherwise, there is no separate soul which manifests consciousness. The body is itself the soul and there is no separate soul beyond the body. According to such knowledge consciousness is temporary or else there is no individuals <clears throat> or else there are no individual souls but there is an all-pervading soul which is full of knowledge and this body is a manifestation of temporary ignorance or beyond this body there is no or beyond this body there is no special individual or supreme soul all such conceptions are considered products of the mode of passion text 22 Yat to Kritsna vadekasmin karye saktam ahai to kam atat varta vadalpam cha tattam tam. And that knowledge by which one is attached to one kind of work as the all in all, without knowledge of the truth, and which is very meager, is said to be in the mode of darkness purport the knowledge of the common man is always in the mode of darkness or ignorance because every living entity in conditional life is born into the mode of ignorance one who does not develop knowledge through the authorities or scriptural injunctions has knowledge that is limited to the body he is not concerned about acting in terms of the directions of scripture. For him, God is money and knowledge means the satisfaction of bodily demands. Such knowledge has no connection with the absolute truth. It is more or less like the knowledge of the ordinary animals, the knowledge of eating, sleeping, defending and mating. Such knowledge is described here as the product of the mode of darkness. In other words, knowledge concerning the spirit soul beyond this body is called knowledge in the mode of goodness. Knowledge producing many theories and doctrines by dint of mundane logic and mental speculation is the product of the mode of passion. And knowledge concerned only with keeping the body comfortable is said to be In the mode of ignorance. Text 23 Niyatam Sangarahitam, Araga Twechatakritam, Apala Prepsuna Karma, Yatat Satvikamuchate. That action which is regulated and which, in which, in which is performed without attachment, without love or hatred, and without desire for fruity results, is said to be an of goodness. PURPORT Regulated occupational duties, as prescribed in the scriptures, in terms of the different orders and divisions of society, performed without attachment or proprietary rights, and therefore, without any love or hatred, and performed in Krishna consciousness for the satisfaction of the Supreme, without self-satisfaction or self-gratification, are called actions in the mode of goodness. There you have it, a very nice one-paragraph explanation of what action in the mode of goodness is. Text 24 Yatukame karma Sahankare Navapunaha Kriate Bahulayasang Tad Rajasam Udaritam but action performed with great effort by one seeking to gratify his desires and enacted from a sense of false ego is called action in the mode of passion. Text 25. Anubandang chayam hingsang anapiksha sa paurusham mohad arabhyate karma yattattama That action performed in illusion, in disregard of scriptural injunctions, and without concern for future bondage or for violence or distress caused to others is said to be in the mode of ignorance. PURPORT One has to give account of one's actions to the state or to the agents of the Supreme Lord called the Yamaduttas. Irresponsible work is destructive because it destroys the regulative principles of scriptural injunction. It is often based on violence, and is distressing to other living entities. Such irresponsible work is carried out in the light of one's personal experience. This is called illusion. And all such illusory work is a product of the mode of ignorance. Text 26. Mukta Sango Nahambadi Drityut Saha Saman Bitaha nirvikara karta uchite. ucchite One who performs his duty without association with the modes of material nature, without false ego, with great determination and enthusiasm, and without wavering in success or failure, is said to be a worker in the mode of goodness. Purport A person in Krishna consciousness is always transcendental to the material modes of nature. He has no expectations for the result of the work entrusted to him because he is above false ego and pride. Still, he is always enthusiastic till the completion of such work. He does not worry about the distress undertaken. He is always enthusiastic. He does not care for success or failure. He is equal in both distress and happiness. Such a worker is situated in the mode of goodness. Text 27 Ragi karmapala prepsūr lubdo hing satmako shuchihi, Harsha shuk suk shuk karta rājasak The worker who is attached to work and the fruits of work desiring to enjoy those fruits and who is greedy always envious impure and moved by joy and sorrow is said to be in the mode of passion Purport A person is too much attached to a certain sight A person is too much attached to a certain kind of work or to the result because he has too much attachment for materialism or hearth and home, wife and children. Such a person has no desire for higher elevation in life. He is simply concerned with making this world as materially comfortable as possible. He is generally very greedy and he thinks that anything attained by him is permanent and never to be lost. Such a person is envious of others and prepared to do anything wrong for sense gratification. Therefore, such a person is unclean, and he does not care whether his earning is pure or impure. He is very happy if his work is successful and very much distressed when his work is not successful. Such a worker is in the mo- mode of passion. Text 28. Ayukta prakritak stabda, chato kritiko lasaha bishadi dirga sutricha, karta tamasa The worker who is always engaged in work against the injunctions of the scripture, who is materialistic, obstinate, cheating, and expert in insulting others, and who is lazy, always morose, and procrastinating, is said to be a worker in the mode of ignorance. PURPORT In the scriptural injunctions, we find what sort of work should be performed and what sort of work should not be performed. Those who do not care for those injunctions engage in work not to be done and such persons are generally materialistic. They work according to the modes of nature, not according to the injunctions of the scripture. Such workers are not very gentle and generally they are always cunning and expert and insulting others. They are very lazy. Even though they have some duty, they do not do it properly and they put it aside to be done later on. Therefore they appear to be morose. They procrastinate. Anything done anything which can be done in an hour, they drag on for years. <laughs> Such workers are situated in the mode of ignorance. Hare Krishna Text twenty nine Buddhair Bedam Tritesh Chaiva Gunatas Trividam Shinu Prochamana Maseshena Pritakvena Dananjaya O winner of wealth, now please listen as I tell to you in detail of the different kinds of understanding and determination according to the three modes of material nature. Purport Now, after explaining knowledge, the object of knowledge and the knower in three different divisions according to the modes of material nature, the Lord is explaining the intelligence and determination of the worker in the same way. Text 30. Pravritim chanivritim cha karya karye bhayabhaye bandam moksham chayaviti budhisa parthasatviki. O son of Pritha, that understanding by which one knows what ought to be done and what ought not to be done what is to be feared and what is not to be feared what is binding and what is liberating is in the mode of goodness Purport Performing actions in terms of the directions of the scriptures is called pravriti or executing actions that deserve to be performed and actions which are not so directed are not to be performed. One who knows, one who does not know the scriptural injunctions becomes entangled in the actions and reactions of work. Understanding, which discriminates by intelligence, is situated in the mode of goodness. Text 31 Yaya Dharma dharma karya ca karyameva ca ayatavat prajananti Parta O son of Prita, that understanding which cannot distinguish between religion and irreligion, between action that should be done and action that should not be done, is in the mode of passion. Text 32 Adharmam dharmam itiya manyate tamasavrita sarvartan vipartiyam sarvartan vipartīyaṁ viparti cha bhutisa That understanding which considers irreligion to be religion and religion to be irreligion under the spell of illusion and darkness and strives always in the wrong direction, Oparta is in the mode of ignorance. Purport. Intelligence <clears throat> in the mode of ignorance is always working the opposite of the way it should. <laughs> wrong way, what do they call it? Wrong way Harry or something. Yeah. <clears throat> It accepts religions which are not actually religions and rejects actual religion. Men in ignorance understand a great soul to be a common man and accept a common man as a great soul. They think truth to be untruth and accept untruth as truth. In all activities, they simply take the wrong path Therefore, their intelligence is in the mode of ignorance," said Alice. Text to the Cheshire Cat. Right? Text 33. Dvitya yaya Darayate manak pranendriya kriyaha yogenavya bicharanya dritiksa partesatviki. O son of Pritha, that determination which is unbreakable, which is sustained with steadfastness by yoga practice and and which thus controls the activities of the mind, life and senses, is determination in the mode of goodness. Purport. Yoga is a means to understand the Supreme Soul, one who is steadily fixed in the Supreme Soul with determination, Concentrating one's mind, life and sensory activities on the Supreme engages in Krishna consciousness. That sort of determination is in the mode of goodness. The word avyabhichāriñā is very significant for for it indicates that persons who are engaged in Krishna consciousness are never deviated by any other activity.
1: Text
0: thirty four <clears throat> <clears throat> Yaya to Dharmakar Mar Tan Dritya Dalia Tayer prasangina Prala Kangshi Dritiksa. But that determination by which one holds fast to fruity results in religion, economic development and sense gratification is of the nature of passion, O Arjuna. PURPORT Any person who is always desirous of fruity results in religious or economic activities Whose only desire is sense gratification, and whose mind, life, and senses are thus engaged, is in the mode of passion. Text thirty-five. Yaya swapnam Bayam shokam, vishadam madame vacham, na vimun chaturmedam jutik sat tamasi And that determination which cannot go beyond dreaming, fearfulness, lamentation, moroseness and illusion. Such an unintelligent determination, O prita, is in the mode of darkness. PURPORT It should not be concluded that a person in the mode of goodness does not dream. Here, dream means too much sleep. Dreaming is always present, either in the mode of goodness, passion, or ignorance. Dreaming is a natural occurrence. But those who cannot avoid oversleeping, who cannot avoid the pride of enjoying material objects, who are always dreaming of lording it over the material world, and whose life, mind, and senses are thus engaged, are considered to have determination in the mode of of ignorance 36 text 36 Sukam twidanim Trividam Shinume Bharatarsava Abhyasad Ramate Yatra Dukantam Nanigacchiti Chanigacchiti O best of the Bharatas now please hear from me about the three kinds of happiness by which the conditioned soul enjoys and by which he sometimes comes to the end of all distress. Purport A conditioned soul <clears throat> A conditioned soul tries to enjoy material happiness again and again. Thus he chews the chewed. But sometimes in the course of such enjoyment, he becomes relieved from material entanglement by association with a great soul. in other words, a conditioned soul is always engaged in some time some type of sense gratification. But when he understands by good association that it is only a repetition of the same thing and he is awakened to his real Krishna consciousness, he is sometimes relieved from such repetitive so called happiness. Text 37.
1: Mm.
0: Yet tad agrevisham iba pariname mritopamam mritopaman tatsukam satvikam praktam atma buddhi prasadajam. That which in the beginning may just be, that which in the beginning may be just like poison but at the end is just like nectar and which awakens one to self-realization is said to be happiness in the mode of goodness. Purport In the pursuit of of self-realization, one has to follow many rules and regulations to control the mind and the senses and to concentrate the mind on the self. All these procedures are very difficult, bitter like poison. But if one is successful in following the regulations and comes to the transcendental position, he begins to drink real nectar, and he enjoys life. Text
1: 38.
0: Vichayendriyasam <clears> yogad yat tad agre mitopamam pariname vishangiva tatsukam sukam. Rajasam Smritam That happiness mm, which is derived from contact of the senses with their objects and which appears like nectar at first but poison at the end is said to be in the nature of passion. Purport A young man and a young woman meet and the senses drive the young man to see her, to touch her, and to have sexual intercourse. In the beginning, this may be very pleasing to the senses, but at the end, or after some time, it becomes just like poison. They are separated, or there is divorce, there is lamentation, there is sorrow, and so on. Such happiness is always in mode of passion, Happiness derived from a combination of the senses and the sense objects is always a cause of distress and should be avoided by all means. Text 39. Yadagre chanubande cha sukam mohanamatmanaha nidralasya pramadotam tattamasamudaritam. And that happiness which is blind to self-realization, which is delusion from beginning to end, and which arises from sleep, laziness and illusion, is said to be in the nature of ignorance. PURPORT One who takes pleasure in laziness and in sleep is certainly in emotive darkness, ignorance, and one who has no idea how to act and how not to act is also in the mode of ignorance. For a person in the mode of ignorance, everything is illusion. There is no happiness, either in the beginning or in the end. For, it, for the person in the mode of passion, there might be some kind of ephemeral happiness in the beginning and at the end distress. But for the person in the mode of ignorance, there is only distress, both in the beginning and at the end. Text forty. Yeah, this is important. (laughs) Natad Astiperdivyam va Divide Veshu Divide Veshuvam va Punaha Satvam Prakritirjan Muktam Yad Abhi Siatribir Gunahi. There is no being existing either here or among the demigods in the higher planetary systems which is freed from these three modes born of material nature. Purport The Lord here summarizes the total influence of the three modes of material nature all over the universe. And we'll stop the reading tonight. That's five, 7.45, exactly. And now we'll hear about the categories of personalities who have these different characteristics and more details about them. Hare Krishna. So the assembled sages are kindly requested to give their reflections, whatever something might stood out in your mind when we read tonight and you want to reflect upon or have more discussion about. Please, be our guest. Hare Krishna.
1: Rush <coughs> from Rati Manjari. Haribo Rati. She says, Jai Guru Maharaj. Please keep on rescuing me and guide me home.
0: Hare Krishna, Ati. Thank you very much for
1: being here. From Sudevi Dasi.
0: Haribo Sudevi Dasi.
1: She says, Hare Krishna Maharaj. Haribo. Haribo. Drusika Sri Says Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj.
0: Vasika Shri Ramani Hare Krishna.
1: Bhaktamatsu.
0: Haribo Bhaktamatsu.
1: Please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to the daily readings of Sri Prabhupada's books.
0: Hare Krishna. Very good.
1: <laughs> from Gopakanya Devi Dasi.
0: Kupakanya Devi Dasi, Hare Krishna. She
1: says, Jai Maharaj Hare Krishna, all glories to Sri the Prabhupada.
0: Haribo, Haribo.
1: And there's a reflection from Rasika Sri Ramani.
0: Haribo, Rasika. He
1: says, I am reflecting on the purport where Sri the Prabhupada says, quote, the person in Krishna consciousness is always transcendental to the modes of material nature, unquote. How hopeful and inspiring. There seems to be a strong emphasis on this truth throughout tonight's reading. Quote, The person in Krishna consciousness is always transcendental to the modes of material nature. Unquote. Hari bol
0: Hari Thank you. Hari Krishna. It is the ideal to be uh, always above the three modes of material nature. Therefore, Krishna asks Arjuna to do that, Trigunya Vishya Veda, Nish Trigunya bhavarjuna. Because most of the Vedas discuss the three modes of material nature and how to act in a way to elevate oneself from one mode to the other, eventually to goodness and to a higher a place or a, a better place in the next life. But Krishna is asking Arjuna not to pay attention to those things so much and to pay attention to what he wants because that's what makes us above, above the modes of nature. If we're always thinking of what will please Krishna, what will please our spiritual master, what will please, please the Vaishnavas, then uh, we transcend the modes of nature in that way. But because we're in the material world, we're surrounded by the modes of nature and therefore we, no one cannot confront them or be forced to perceive them uh, from the top to the bottom this is what the conclusion was just now Uh, no one in this material world is completely free from the modes of material nature except a person who is in full Krishna consciousness but that doesn't mean that the person in full Krishna consciousness doesn't have to perceive those those, those natures around him Therefore, sometimes it may appear that a person who is free from the modes of nature is acting within them because he's acting with his senses, he's acting with the sense objects, but his consciousness is completely different. Prabhupada used to use the example of a person who may be digging a post hole, let's say, to put a big post in the ground. And another person may be digging the same post hole same kind of postal. But he's, he's doing it to build a temple. And the first person is building it to build a palace for himself. That's how you, know, that's how you denote who is free from the modes of nature. Not whether or not they have something or don't have something. But what is their consciousness? Why are they doing what they're doing? What is the purpose of their life? The purpose of their activities? purpose of their mind, intelligence and senses. So the person who is in full Krishna consciousness loses the sense of proprietorship over anything that he has in in his possession or is being what? Loaned (laughs) by the material nature. Nothing belongs to us. Everything belongs to Krishna. Therefore, the concept of renunciation in that sense is illusory. Renunciation means you give something up that's yours. But if nothing is yours, then what is there to renounce? Therefore, the real renunciant is equal in his vision, in his interactions with others, or in opulence, or in poverty. such a person can be steady steady in his dealings, steady in his temperament steady in his activities steady in his results for Krishna Hare Krishna
1: from Yadutama
0: Haribo Yadutama
1: he says getting out of the modes one day at a time Key dry Jai. All to
0: Jai Shila Prabhupada. Jai to his divine grace. Braja has something to say.
1: Uh <coughs> Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hari Bowl, Hari Bowl. Um, so the verse to twenty seven, if I may read it, it's short. The worker who is attached to work and the fruits of work desiring to enjoy those fruits and who is greedy, always envious, impure, and moved by joy and sorrow is said to be in the mode of passion. I don't know how it is where you live, but where I live in the United States, this describes a lot of people. So my Practically co- everyone. In this world is like this. Yeah. So my, I guess my comment or my question is that um, when we're surrounded by this, all the time. Mm, how do we stay Krishna conscious?
0: By spiritual strength.
1: Which comes from?
0: Following the regulated principles of bhakti yoga. We follow our the vows that we that we took what we made of if we are lucky enough to have made vows to a spiritual master mm-hmm. and you follow them strictly mm-hmm. then in the course of time gradually You will become more and more attached to those thoughts and those activities and detached from the nonsense and shenanigans that are going on (laughs) (laughs) in the material world. (laughs) That's funny. Try to touch his heart. Hare Krishna.
1: Doyonita. Nithai. Hm. He says, Hare Dear Krishna.
0: Doyonita. May both be jai ho."
1: Dear Sri The Guru Maharaj, please accept my obeisance. Hare Krishna. If time allows, may we have a question related to the reading of two evenings ago? Sure. Why not? Shri Krishna spends five verses glorifying Om Tat Sat how and when do we devotees in, in the ISKCON practice the chanting of these names
0: Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare the sound vibrations of Om Tat Sat are contained within the Hare Krishna Mantra. Everything is contained within the sound of the Hare Krishna Ma mantra therefore Bhaktivinoda Thakur says that the, the chanting of the holy names of the Lord is everything everything is included there are different kinds of sacrifice and those who do Vedic sacrifices especially in the Vedic age they would chant Om Tat Sat and, and they still do when they perform certain uh, types of uh, ritualistic sacrifices. For instance in our movement we do, you know, fire sacrifices for initiations and, and things like that of that sort, or a, a ritualistic ceremony for a marriage or, or or things like that. And sometimes this the priest will say Om Tatsat. But it's not needed. It's not needed. When 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 Prabhupada was installing Krishna Balaram and Shyam Sundar and Lalitan Bhishaka, Trishigornitai in Vrindavan in the Krishna Balaram Mandir in 1965 he set up he had them set up well he allowed all the different mahants from Vrindavan to set up their Jagya Stalas inside the courtyard of the temple and they all did their ritualistic ceremonies more or less the way they do things But, but at the same time he had nagar kirtan, meaning walking, moving kirtan, going on the whole time. And afterwards, and if you take, they, they had a video. They took a video of this, and you can see Prabhupada is so sober and grave, and you know. Uh, and and because these other priests and other mahants of the different temples in Vrindavan, they wouldn't have accepted that. You know the deities were properly installed, unless they were involved in doing that, those sacrifices, (laughs) and they had all kinds of rituals. and Prabhupada was sitting there, and he was. They were handing him this, and he was doing a hand movement, and doing this, and he was doing everything. But you could see for yourself that it was being done very mechanically. You know, he was just doing the needful, you know, doing his duties so that his temple could be accepted by the authorities of Vrindavan so they wouldn't harass him and, and make all kinds of mischief and shenanigans and, and nonsense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I learned from the best of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yes. So we don't, I mean, all it's described even in the Gita, that the syllable Om is non different from the name of Krishna, but at the same time, it's an impersonal representation of Krishna. It's non different from Krishna in the same way that the rays of the sun are non different from the sun, or in the spiritual world, that the Brahma Jyoti, the spiritual sky, is non different from the source of the spiritual sky, which is Krishna. Brahmanohi. He is the basis of the Brahman, uh, the the energies, all energies. And all those energies and all the energies that we see are transformations of that original uh, Brahmajyoti, which is the original energy of Krishna. So the Omkara is an energy of Krishna, an impersonal vibration which is non-different from him but it's still not fully Him. But the Hare Krishna Mantra, the Om is contained within the Hare Krishna Mantra. Just as I said before, Om Tat Sat is contained within the uh, Maha Mantra because the Maha Mantra is non-different from Radha and Krishna. And Krishna particularly is the source of everything. Radha and Krishna are the source of everything. Hare Krishna. Whew, eight o'clock, right on the button. Okay, must, Rati must have something to say.
1: Dhanitaja says, Thank you, Sri Guru Maharaj, for your clarification.
0: Hare Krishna, thank you very much. Okay. Uh, Srimad Bhagavad Gita as it is, ki jai. Sama beta Bhakta vinda ki jai. Gaur Prem hari hari bo. See you tomorrow night. Same time, same place, same topic. Krishna is going to concentrate more and more, concentrate the knowledge more and more until it comes to the final conclusion. Hari Krishna. See you tomorrow night. Hari bo.